0: Welcome to the MetPro Method Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Omley. Today, I'm joined by our usual host and lead coach, Crystal O'Keefe. Today, we're going to mix things up a little bit, and I'm going to be interviewing Crystal about her training journey after injury. Crystal, thank you so much for being here today. I'm so honored. This is so fun. Thank you for doing this, Meg. (laughs) Of course. I love this. We're changing things up, and I'm excited to hear more about your training journey post-injury, too. (laughs) Well, what would you Um, like to know? (laughs) Gosh, okay. So, let's just start from the beginning, which I already know a lot of this stuff, but (laughs) tell me or tell everyone, what have you been training for? So there is a marathon that is super, super
1: famous in California called the Big Sur Marathon. And it's a regular marathon course, but they have a ton of different distances that you can do. And one of the ones that they have is a 21 mile course. Um, And so I had been training for that. I have a very slow run pace and the cutoffs for the actual marathon are super strict. It's like you have to be done by like, I think it's 1345 per minute, which isn't that awful, but the course is incredibly hilly. Uh, right. So I <laughs> I was not confident in my abilities on because I've never done a marathon before. So I was not confident. I, know, to I was gonna say this is
0: two things. It's a marathon plus <laughs> anybody who knows Big Stir California knows like, wow, okay, that's a good, that's a reacher for the hills. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so I had opted to do the 21 mile course and that one it starts at the same time as the marathon but it starts obviously five miles down the road so you have you have 18 minutes and 45 seconds per mile which
0: I see see what you did
1: there it's a lot more doable right and they have a lot of runners and walkers so I don't feel as pressured and that was my thought process I've done half marathons and I thought this would be a good bridge to get from yeah
0: absolutely yeah absolutely absolutely very cool. And a gorgeous place to do so. My goodness.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're going to travel to do, you know, any of these events, I feel like you got to go big because absolutely. I, I know that there are people that would probably disagree with me, but I've looked at a lot of events in Missouri and they're a little on the boring side. So I like to go. <laughs> I like to make it a destination when I do these things.
0: <laughs> absolutely. And so tell us, when did you start your training? Like, Yeah, more officially.
1: I actually started my training like back in November um, of 22. And so for those listening may not be listening. The second this came out, this is mid April of 23. So it's been a while. And um, I had already been running, but like I hadn't really been focused on building my endurance. So at that point, my real focus was just get the miles on I wasn't focused on a specific training plan.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so now too, we know what you were training for. Now, tell us exactly what happened that caused the injury. <laughs>
1: yeah, so I got in a fight with an SUV while crossing the street.
0: <laughs> that <laughs> is one way to say it.
1: <laughs> and wow! <I>, yeah, <laughs> and I lost. Uh, it turns out the human body is not a big fan of being hit by a car. In all seriousness, I was out training for a run. I had had like my fastest ever PR the day before. And Mm -hmm. I was just out doing like a quick uh, one and a half mile. Like for me, it was a shakeout run, like 45 minutes out and back. And so I was feeling really good. I was running right by my house. I was, I remember so vividly thinking, oh, I'm right at a mile. And um, I was in the crosswalk and this brand new driver, 16 year old girl just got her license. Uh, She was making a left on a yield and did not see me and crashed right into me. I... Will spare the graphic details, but I skidded across the pavement and uh, mm-hmm. I don't remember any of it. I just woke up in the middle of the street and I was like, what just happened? And uh, I really think, I, I believe very strongly that my phone being in my leggings that day because I was wearing a pair of leggings that had pockets and I had my phone in it. And I think my phone saved my leg because so many people I've talked to, including yeah. a fellow coworker, uh, had kind of a similar thing happen to them and they did not have a phone in their pocket and it hit in the same place and uh, they had a lot of stitches and other people I've talked to have had that happen too. Um, yeah. So.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. Crazy, crazy. Okay. So you were hit by a car and... Obviously taken to the hospital Right like I know we're sparing the the Gory details but just to understand You know the the severity Of you weren't just like knocked to the ground She wasn't just going four miles An hour no right
1: yeah she Was going about 35 miles an hour according To onlookers that was the estimate Um, And apparently I Like flew through the air And landed on the left Side of my head which you can still see a little Bit left Um, And uh, I broke my left collar collarbone um, and uh, there were Pieces of my spinal column that were broken off, like the pieces that go outward. Wow! There were three of those broken, and um, and I didn't find this out till later, but I actually had a uh, collapsed, partially collapsed lung. Um, oh. And um, what else? Oh, and a major like this was a major concussion and road rash from the top of my shoulder blade all the way down to the top of my thigh on my left side. So uh, like I slid wow. across. Um, so it was, it was definitely not nothing. And it was very scary. Uh, I remember being in the ambulance. I remember sitting on the ground and the cop came up to talk to me and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, but I'm really tired. I'm just going to lay down because I was sitting up and he was like, no, 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 no. You're not going to actually go to sleep. No,
0: no, (laughs) no. We're not doing
1: that. (laughs) And like something in the back of my brain was like, oh, this is like a bad thing. Like if you have a head injury, you're not supposed to go to sleep. And so I was like, okay, I can do this. Like I can stay awake. And, um, It wasn't long after that, they had me in the ambulance, and on the way to the end, I heard the ambulance driver calling in all of my injuries. And that's when it started to sink in, like how bad this was. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, am I going to be okay and and she was like we're gonna do our best and you know I know I know she was just trying to be comforting but like at that moment I just I lost it you know I was just I was really scared and um yeah that I have to say I I am not a person who does things in a way to get injured like I've never (laughs) actually been injured in my life I've never had a broken bone I've never had to be rushed to the hospital for anything like it was a very new experience uh One that I do not recommend. Zero out of five stars do not do. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Okay. So, where in your training period did this occur? So,
1: this occurred about 13 weeks out from the event. Uh, and so, you know, I didn't know at that time, like, am I really going to be able to do this? Uh, am I still going to be able to do Big Sur? And in fact, I asked the the uh, the original doctor that came in, the ER doctor, and then like every person that came in after that, I asked. And they kept saying, wow. yes, I was so surprised. And they were like, why do you care about this right You're now? You're going to be okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Once, once I knew that my brain was not bleeding and i did not have a spinal cord injury which are the two things i was worried about uh yep. then i was like okay so big sir and they were like yep you can you can do it and i was like back. wow yeah. like really because at the time i couldn't move like getting sitting right. up was impossible uh getting out of bed was impossible it, it seemed oh. impossible to think like oh i'll be able to run in in weeks time like that right. did not seem like a thing at all
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So then asking, you know, about that, how did you go about getting back to your training?
1: Yeah, so um, pretty much the first week was kind of a blur. Uh, the concussion yeah. symptoms were pretty bad that first week, and then it was sometime during the second week, I was able to get up and down without assistance. Like my my husband felt comfortable leaving me to go to work, and I was like, <laughs> oh. okay, <laughs> right, right, I, I can start moving again. And uh, you know, I was like, I can be a little hard headed, so I was like, oh, I'll just like try to walk on the treadmill. And Tom was like, my husband was like. Like um, yeah. Why don't we talk to the doctor before you start doing that? And uh, so first <laughs>
0: yeah. First,
1: <laughs> and uh, so we went for a visit to my general practitioner uh, as a follow up to my concussion, and you know they they basically said let your body be the guide, and yeah. so um I just really just started with just slowly walking on the treadmill, and um. I did let my body be the guide. And during the concussion, again, I'd never had an injury like this before. I wasn't exhausted when I walked, but later I was incredibly exhausted during the day. And then the other interesting thing about it was I couldn't sleep well if I overdid it. So if I like tried to exercise or tried to do anything. Yeah. yeah, It was almost like when you're a kid or like you you have little ones, you know, like they get overstimulated. Oh, yeah. That's what my brain was doing. It was like. Um it was really weird. It was a very weird sensation that uh I didn't recognize. So um and then, you know, I was unsteady on the treadmill and so, you know, I wore the little clip and I did the whole thing to be safe and um and I always made sure somebody was at home. I mean, at first it was like Absolutely. even taking a shower, I was like, I, "Everyone, I am taking a shower. Like if you hear any loud noises, come get me." Oh, um get me. <laughs> and so,
0: when you first started walking on the treadmill, how many weeks post injury was that? That was weeks two weeks okay, um, okay. and it was it was a Impressive. very slow
1: it was a very slow walk like just to that's be clear okay. uh,
0: right? you, you start somewhere that's the big that's the big thing right returning yeah. from injury you have to start somewhere and not starting too fast absolutely
1: right? and and to be perfectly frank um, I am terrified of cars now and so yeah. going outside uh, that was too much for me I did right. not I was not ready to go outside yeah. so the yeah. treadmill felt not. safe you know that right. felt like a safe place and I, I really was kind of feeling a little crazy not moving like it was it was just sitting down all the time and especially that first week the honestly the most painful thing that I experienced was the road rash Um, it was just it was just the most painful thing I have ever experienced and so when I got past the point where like that had stopped hurting so badly I really just wanted to move and the pieces on my lower back that had broken off they created this inflammation in my lower back so picking up my feet was almost impossible that first week and then as that started to get better and and that was really my like okay I can start walking on the treadmill when I could pick up my feet and it still was pretty heavy you know but um yeah. but a nice slow very slow walk and and it was slow that that first time i did it and then i didn't do it again for like three days after that okay um, that was be <laughs> my next question so
0: that yeah. was pretty fatiguing and it was like okay t- take a minute definitely
1: regroup. definitely okay. and, yeah. and, and i mean yeah. that was only a 20 minute walk and it was so slow and i was like oh i'm being too easy on myself and then like i was <laughs> that night i was like i was not too easy on myself and it was super yeah. exhausting yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Being realistic. That was really important, especially after injury. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Okay. So let's progress that a little bit. Right. I I do want to ask, you know, MetPro, right. What were you doing food wise during this time? (laughs) How are you starting to obviously refeed, refuel? I know acutely like right post injury, it was probably a completely different story, but what did it look like to start to eat better to fuel yourself as well.
1: Yeah, great question. The immediate response right after was like, I just kind of did whatever I wanted. And yeah. then as I started to get back into, okay, we need to like actually focus on the nutrient side of things. Um, yeah. There had been people that had sent me things like soup and, and stuff like that. And I, I focused on like trying to round out like so if I had chicken noodle soup, for example, I would add additional chicken to it just to make sure I had the protein. Um, I made sure to stay up on my vitamins. Even at the hospital, they were super like this. They were very focused on make sure to take these vitamins every day. Wonderful. That's Mm -hmm. great. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and so I made sure to get a good variety of vegetables, even if at first my focus was not on like eating perfectly or even eating on like the MetPro plan. My focus was just on having foods that were nourishing, even if they weren't the perfect amounts. And so
0: absolutely, yeah,
1: Yeah. that that was my big thing. And um, obviously, my level of activity had dropped so, so much that like, I wasn't as hungry. And so you know, a lot of times it would be like a big veggie meal with some with like protein. And that's kind of what I stuck with for a little bit. Um, But then as I started to be able to do more, even just get around the house easier you know uh, the, I remember so vividly the day that uh, Tom felt comfortable letting me walk down the stairs without the lights <laughs> being on first thing in the morning he was like okay <laughs> you know he would like okay you can leave
0: the lights <laughs> off honey <laughs> exactly
1: <laughs> oh, um, you know and I could walk down the stairs without like grabbing onto the, the railing and like really yeah. going down slowly and as I started to be able to get around the house a lot easier um, that was when it was like okay now I can have like a turkey sandwich for lunch. And I could have um, for dinner, I could still have simple meals, but they were they were like a little bit bigger. And I could start to focus on more like, here's, here's the types of food that I should be eating. But um, I still could keep my portion sizes down a lot lower just because my activity was so much lower.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And so when did you know, it was time to, you know, really kick back into your routine where you felt like, okay, I'm ready. I feel good. You know, how many weeks and how did you kind of navigate? How did you kind of navigate that?
1: Great question. Um, so it was about two and a half weeks uh, into the injury, I went to a physical therapist. Um, okay, and I ask about that. Yeah. yeah, I was really okay. nervous about my shoulder because um, I could I could only lift my arm to like here, and I was like, oh okay. dear, like I I mean, and and so for those of you not looking, like I couldn't lift it up even with my shoulder. Um, yeah. That was as far as I could go. And I was very concerned about that. And with before the hour, the first hour was up, they had my shoulder completely back to mobile. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, That's great. They said it was they just... just to move things a little differently. Exactly. They said it was kind of just like lack of use and it was kind yeah. of like a rusty hinge. And so they got it going. And um, we immediately started working on leg stabilizers and... Um, They had this amazing thing that I had never even heard of uh, where you like, uh, you know how you put a blood pressure cuff on and it started. Okay, well, they did that to my legs um, because they have. Yeah. So they Uh they've done studies that say that, like, if they reduce the blood flow. That um it actually increases the human growth hormone, which helps so much with healing, and so since it was so early on into the process, they felt that that was important. Uh, we only did that a couple of times, and uh, that was um, that was just so easy to do like such a yeah. simple thing um, and then so every week I would go twice a week and they had me just doing all kinds of things, stability and stuff and then um, they basically said, well, you'll know when you're ready to run well, that's- yeah. And uh, it was about, I think, four weeks in where I had been out walking. I had felt brave enough to go outside. I wasn't on wow, the main street. Wow, look at you.
0: That's, that's big, right? That's it was, big. It was. And yeah. and I have
1: to be very transparent. I did not go on the main street where I got hit, but right. like in my neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and I still have not gone out to that big street. I don't know that I ever will. Uh, but yeah. uh, the, the neighborhood felt safe. And so I walked around the neighborhood and I felt like jogging. So... I I told
0: okay, there I know it is. four I know. weeks
1: later wow I, four weeks later and I started yeah. jogging and it was a very slow jog and uh, then it just kind of progressed from there and every week I could do a little bit more and a little bit more uh, and then it was actually just t- three weeks ago today um, the th- physical therapist was like go to town, do anything you want. Um, No restrictions. He was like, no restrictions and just we'll see where you're at in two weeks. And I went for my checkup yesterday and uh, we're still working on alignment with my right knee and making sure everything's good. But it's more like maintenance prep for (laughs) Big Sur than it is like we have to fix things at this point. So um, but yeah, I'm back to running. Um, I was I'm able to do sprints again. I'm able to do hills. I have no no issues. My shoulders totally fine. Um, it's it's uh, it's amazing. It really is amazing. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: That's awesome. So tell us about your training now um, and kind of how you're feeling about the 21 miles. And, you know, maybe just a little bit about goals. Did you did you have to do a mental resetting right (laughs) of hey what am i gonna look to accomplish for these 21 miles after all of this yeah
1: yeah i'm gonna start there yes i absolutely had to reset because my original goal was to run a lot of it and uh kind of do that walk run method the the galloway method that was my my thought process and i have a couple of people from my peloton world that are going to be out there and we were going to be running it together and uh and they're all they're still going by the way but um but yeah, after this happened, um... It, my goal my goal had to shift because this is no longer going to be like the longest distance I've ever run uh, right. without because I don't know what I can accomplish I haven't had time to do those long training runs on the weekend where it's like I'm able to do four hours straight I, I haven't gotten back to that I mean I'm I'm definitely running I feel really good but I haven't even had time to build up to that um, right I have no idea what's right. going to happen Yeah. <laughs> um, I do know that a couple years ago I walked an entire marathon on my treadmill so I feel confident Mm -hmm. that I can do it but of course there are those big hills in Big Sur so I've had to reset my expectations to be go with the flow um, Mm -hmm. and be appreciative that you are alive be in the moment um, and be with your friends and enjoy the scenery and so that that has become instead of this being like this big moment for me it's just a celebration that I'm freaking here (laughs) that's <laughs> absolutely,
0: absolutely, yes. That that is a a mental shift for sure, but a, a, a thankful one too, right? Absolutely, like you get to get out there and you still get to walk it, and like you said, enjoy the beautiful scenery and see some friends and and do all of that so that's wonderful
1: yeah and as far as my my training goes i've been doing um i've been doing running like three to four times a week um and i kind of i've been alternating with strength days and then on my weekends i have been doing a long run but it's like the longest i've gotten to has been 75 minutes which is no slouch it's not a slouch or anything no it's not yeah but obviously a long way from 21 miles (laughs) where you would hope to be
0: at this point correct correct yeah <laughs> yes, okay. Okay. And that that is okay, right? As we just said, you know, being able to get out there is really important. Okay, so that's training. How about fueling right now? What are you what are you doing in in that respect? How are you how are you preparing for that? Uh so
1: right now I am focused on just keeping my intake steady. I have really struggled with the sugar the kind of like addiction that that I always deal with and like during that time I had a lot of treats when I first got out of the hospital first got home and uh, people were so nice and sent Spending me things you chocolates yes. and all the things and, I he, know. and even Angelo was like if ever you deserved ice cream it's now, <laughs> it's now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. so yeah I absolutely did that and and I did deserve it but um, but I'm having trouble letting it go just to be completely transparent and so right now my goal is just to be like consistent on my fuel uh-huh. and then those long runs that I've been doing I haven't gotten long enough that I need to add a ton in so like um, an extra little bit of carbohydrates goes a long way when you're just right at that threshold of an hour to an hour and 15 minutes Absolutely. and and so I haven't really had to change much um, as far as the met pro plan goes I've been able to keep that and luckily I've had so much experience that I'm I'm very confident like the day of having a few gels having some uh, extra hydration and I know yeah. that I'll be fine and it's not a very hot course out there luckily so
0: (laughs) So you're gonna have the opposite problem probably i will i will yeah right here it was 36 degrees this morning so hopefully a couple more weeks it'll be warmer for you
1: i will say i'd much rather run in 36 than 80 like i (laughs) any day any day
0: love it love it love it that's great. Oh, I loved hearing I loved hearing this story. Is there anything else, any other pieces of your journey that you think would be helpful for all of us to know and just to, to share with you?
1: I think I just would like to share, I did not realize the importance of having a physical therapist. I think a lot of people are so used to doing things on their own, suffering through things on their own. Um, and the things that they have been able to do with one session, like this past week, my knee was kind of freezing up after I had done a bunch of step ups, and um, really, it was just my hip wasn't open all the way. And I mm-hmm. know logically, a lot of us know these things, but but I don't think people realize how quickly those things can be yeah. addressed. I mean, by the time I left, I felt really good. My knee wasn't bothering me, and that was that was forty minutes of just changing right. things. So, um, you know, look, there is a time and a place for doing things on your own and persevering and pushing through. There is also a time and a place for getting help and not being afraid to ask for help and not being
0: afraid to look to experts because that is what they are there for. So absolutely. I said something like that earlier today to a client. (laughs) I'm like, I don't want you to figure that out. That's my job. Let me do it. (laughs) Exactly. Absolutely. That's awesome. Good. Well, you and I are going to chat after the event, which is in, you know, a, a little bit of time here but i will look forward to hearing all about how it goes well i'm excited
1: i hope it yeah. all goes well and hopefully yeah. i'll have something it good will. to tell you
0: <laughs> it will. it's gonna be amazing and yes you will you'll have a great report regardless of how it all goes so good well thank you crystal so much for your time today listeners that's all this week you can find all of the metpro method episodes anywhere you get your podcast or at metpro.co slash podcast please be sure to follow the show and rate and review that lets other people know what they can expect from the show i'm your fill-in host megan omelie and i'll be back next time until then remember consistency is key